This is Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's Sunday, August 21st, 2022. The infrared hive is failing. What would you do? So when we started this project this past year with the um, webcam, 24-7 webcam, and hopefully you've signed up. If not, go ahead and do that. Remember, the first uh, week is free, and after that, it's just $15 a year to support what we do. And... <clears throat> When I la in June, when I opened up the hive, it it was clear that the queen, the original queen, had failed. It was one of the hives that came in this spring to help us get started again after we lost all our bees in the winter. So I opened the hive, and there were there were only four or five frames of bees. The queen had failed. There was no brood, and they had tried to create new queens. There were about three or four queen cells at the time. Over the next, that was in June, probably by July, um, middle July, the hive exploded. It was just full of bees. It was, it was unbelievable, the number of bees. Then they swarmed. And when I looked at them again in August, it looked like they had tried to create another queen. So the queen that they had created, um, then helped them, you know, they, they, they then swarmed with that queen. They were going to make, obviously there was a, another queen or two. Those queens didn't make it back apparently. So somehow they were able to create another queen cell or two from the eggs they had. And that resulted in where we're at now. So I'm going to open the hive next week, probably, well, the first sunny day we get. And it's not looking good. In, in watching a 24-7 webcam in the infrared, there, there's not a lot of bees coming and going. Every day at about 2 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, a lot of drones go out. And that's a bit of a concern because if it's not a great genetic sort of mix, you'd say, well, do you really want these, these drones to go out and spread the genes to other queens? Well, we do know that queens that mate this time of the year generally don't make it through the winter. Who knows what's happening? Why would drones be going out at 4 in the afternoon or 3 in the afternoon? Um, so I'm going to open it up this week. Now, Now people have said, well, you know, you should put another queen in. I'm thinking, ah, I could put another frame with some eggs, but by the time they make a queen, it'll be like 20, 21, 25 days. We're getting into September, cooler nights. Chances are they're not going to survive anyway. So we're going to let this, I think my decision would be, to continue to let this hive just just figure it out on its own uh, but I will be going in to have a look uh, and posting that uh, this week got a great rain this morning here too and the, and the goldenrod is just about ready to um, to bloom some are already blooming but it's going to be probably 30 acres of goldenrod here on the farm and <clears throat> many of our hives are so full of honey they don't even forage anymore so so that's one dilemma. I think I just sort of talked it through with you and you sort of learned that uh, I'm not going to do anything. Now, there's another hive. There was a, a hive that was empty uh, and it was a, uh, a deep, single deep with a medium on top. And when I had taken off the inner cover to use with another hive, because it was, it was one of the hives of all of them that didn't make it, I was going to leave it out as a swarm home for other bees but i had forgotten to really check it closely and i left a tiny opening 
between the medium and the deep just a, a crack big enough for bees to get in and out of and sure enough a swarm chose that hive and the first thing they did is they moved out all the ants there was like an ant farm in there and, and the first day I, I, I watched it unfortunately I didn't get it on video they were carrying out the, the ants but also the larvae it was quite an incredible swarm of bees that were working to do that and when I went back the next day their work that work had all been done but they were using the entrance that had been created by my clumsiness uh, between the two uh, boxes as their entrance point none of them were going in the bottom now it could have been efficiency it could have been um, the bottom was plugged I don't know but I you know as a bee person what you, you try to help them and you figure well geez if it rains you know that's not good to have an opening but they did choose that so anyway I, I closed it up I thought well I should push them back so they you know they match up and there's no entrance there they can go through the bottom so, well when I came back the next morning there was just a pile of them on that spot and there were some a few, seemed like a few going in the, and out the bottom but I wasn't sure I thought well gee what if the bottom is plugged there could be a mouse nest down there there could be so of course I reopened it as it was when they first decided to pick it as a swarm and I thought well if they pick this hive as a swarm obviously it was the right hive for them they voted who am I to come along and close up that crack but then I'm thinking again winter coming and I'm thinking it would probably be more efficient if I drilled a hole in the bottom box made sure I smoked it so there was no queen that would get injured and then they would have a proper entrance and the top could be sealed but then I thought well that's not what they picked and they can always use propolis to, to close that crack so I guess my question is what would you do would you leave it as is because remember that's what they picked they just they just picked that hive of all the hives they could have picked I had log hives top bars more appropriately placed Langstroth hives but they picked this Langstroth hive that's got ants in it that's got an opening which makes no sense anyway do you leave it the way it is or do you close it up and put a hole in the bottom box and make it a proper type hive right now my instincts are telling me just to leave it alone because that's what they chose and as humans we're always trying to do more than we need to for these bees because they figured it out on their own that's probably the only other dilemma now one other thing we're going to do so we have a, a couple other research projects on the go one of them is we're going to be going into the winter with 10 nukes or five frame hives all very healthy different genetic backgrounds two of which I'm thinking two maybe three I will put up high off the ground uh, wanting to see if that will make a difference of survival rates for the small number that I'm going to be doing that with um, we will see I did open them up to put the this past week to put the new um, inner covers with some just a few of the uh, shavings wood shavings so they have a proper inner cover for the winter um, with some ventilation which they can use or not use but at least it will give them that extra little bit and the highs were so packed uh, with the exception of a couple that it didn't make any sense to try to cut them out and put them into a 10 frame uh, because we could do damage to a queen or just disrupt them so hopefully um, 
this research experiment will work. And in many parts of the world, they've done this in cold climates and anywhere from 30% to 80% survival rate with uh, nukes. Um, we'll see um, what will happen with those. Um, the other um, interesting point, and I'll, I'll stop at that, is the, the, the sensors inside the hives tell us that the with this heat wave we have, the, the hives are getting up in that high 30s, sometimes, generally they're in 32 to 35, and that's not in the cluster, that's above. We have a screen a top board where the sensors are put. So we're sort of getting, a, a, you know, it's in the same spot, but it's not obviously inside the hive because they would put propolis all through it. Um, pretty consistently though, in the 30s, mid 30s, which is interesting. Um, and we're able to sort of keep track of uh, what's happening in, in the uh, uh, Minot or uh, sensors are doing an incredible job. Um, we're able to monitor that anytime, anywhere. So, so far that research continues. Um, the, we have two log hives that are, look like they're set for the winter. Uh, again, they're, they're swarms. We have two top bar that are, are still with us swarms and we have two Langstroth swarms which are still with us and uh, you know the, other than the one top bar which I'm a little suspicious of it's very very um, very low on the activity level uh, but there are definitely bees and not robbers and that's the final thought we're not getting touch wood a lot of robbing yet um, it could be because of all the isolated hives we have all over the property but it's probably because there's so much food in every hive they don't need to do that this is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Make sure you go to uh, wildflowerbeefarm.com, sign up for our 24-7 webcam, have a look, send us your observations, help us solve this problem as we move forward. I should also say that you're going to be seeing on Instagram, if you get to Instagram, if you're not already there, uh, generally Mondays I'm going to start posting now um, videos, and there's some really incredible things happening with the tall grass prairie and the wildflowers as far as how it's beginning to get established and become part of the habitat for our wildlife. So this is Hank for the Wildfire Bee Farm. Have a great week. Talk soon.